there's a fundamental problem with solely generalist positioning that I want to get into today because it impacts the type of clients you attract and ultimately how much money you can make. So let's unpack that just a little bit. The problem when you are overly generalized, either in what you do or who you do it for, is that clients know, they know, just the same way you do, because it's true for everything, that you're strong in one or two areas. And they assume that because you're strong in one or two areas, you're probably reasonably capable in many more areas. And I think you'd probably agree. All of you are able to do a lot of things for a lot of different people. These skills that you have are extremely valuable. And beside those, adjacent to those skills are even more skills, creative skills, technical skills. And you can easily dip your toe into additional skills that sit left and right of your core skills. But your clients know this and you know this, that one or two things are your main level of expertise. And yes, there is this kind of halo effect of, you know, the things around those areas that are, that are good, that you're capable of. And then there's a steep drop off after that. And we all have it. And for some of us, it's we're less technical. Some of us are less creative. Some of us are less strategic. Some of us are more logical or more you know, brand focused or, you know, conversion centric or it doesn't matter, but we all have these strengths and weaknesses naturally. So when we when we do everything, let's say you say you do ads, SEO, pay-per-click, social media, content marketing, web design, web development, and you're one person, either as an advisor or a, or a freelancer or even an agency, the client knows that you're probably good at one or two of those and you're probably not good at a whole bunch of things. The problem though, the problem is that they don't know what you're really good at and they don't know what you're not good at. And that creates this, this push and pull, right? So they don't give you as much of the benefit of the doubt as they would if you either specialized or went deeper on what you do or who you do it for. And when you're focused on an industry or a specific type of client and a specific type and even solving a specific type of problem for them, like getting new customers for co-working spaces or pick your niche, pick your vertical, the, the client knows that because you know their industry and their situation so well, you don't need to be an extraordinary expert at all the tactical, strategic know-how. Although there's a good chance that if you are good at those things already and you have applied, or at least you know many of those things, and you have applied yourself to one or two specific kind of verticals, that you're going to be reasonably good at getting the result that they want because you're focused on their problem. So you've figured out ways of solving it. Even if you're not the best person at one thing or the other, you figured out how to get the outcome that you're promising. And, or if you focus on just say Google ads, people will assume maybe, or maybe not rightfully so, but people will assume that you're pretty good at those because that's where you focus. You don't do say Facebook ads or you don't do copywriting or you don't do graphic design. So people will give you the benefit of the doubt that that's your core skill. And if you take it out of marketing, for an example, right now, let's say I wanted to renovate my basement and I wanted to get a shower installed and a bathroom and drywall and finish, you know, certain things and get some electrical and some plumbing in there. What someone wants to do is, I mean, they may hire a company to do it all, assuming that you can subcontract the, the stuff, but what they don't want to do, what they probably don't want to do is hire one general contractor who can drywall, add flooring, paint the walls, you know, build additional walls and then go and do your 
your your bathroom, your shower, your 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 sink, and everything else to do with that, and then touching your elec- electrical. They don't want one person to do it all. Now, someone can probably do it all. There are general contractors and very handy people that can do all this stuff. But what what happens is you, if you're not Uber X experienced with how these things work, you don't know where the strengths and weaknesses are. You know, so you don't know whether you're getting good electrical or poor electrical, but, or maybe your plumbing is good or maybe it's not, or maybe your drywall is going to fall down and maybe it won't. And that's where, that's where the challenges lie. So what ends up happening is the people who are willing to hire one person to sort of do everything. And obviously there are exceptions to this. If you are an agency and you do have a stacked bench that most people in this group don't have that, although there are some agency owners who do have a stacked bench, but I would even argue that they don't do everything or they don't do everything extraordinarily well. But unless you're an agency and you have a stacked bench, you know, let's say you're a solo professional doing a wide range of services for a wide range of industries, there's going to be mushy spots. And whether you acknowledge that or believe it, it doesn't matter because the type of client you're going to attract who wants to hire you to be a one-stop shop, whether you're a small agency or an independent professional, they're going to be folks that are looking for an interchangeable supplier, a set of hands, someone who can do it. They're either not going to value the true expertise that goes into all these different things. Everything is extraordinarily nuanced, everything from social media to to graphic design to web development. Everything is extraordinarily detailed when you go down the rabbit hole of each of those specializations. So the person you're going to attract either A, doesn't, doesn't know and appreciate all the skill that's required to do all those functions effectively, or B, they'll want to pay you just a little bit because they don't value, and this is the underlying problem here, they don't value the work and the effort and the craftsmanship and the skill that's required to do all these things really well. So do you want to work with clients that are going to have continuous downward price pressure that aren't going to understand the mechanics of what's going on with what you do, don't understand the value of it, and what, what ends up happening is you end up not getting good results for them because you're doing too many things as well, because all these things are complicated. And that's not the same as outsourcing or delegating or anything else. As long as you're able to effectively either manage it or, or get it done, that's fine. The problem is most of us don't have a stacked bench. Most of us aren't even skilled enough to be able to manage all the different channels super effectively. You know, even me, I've been doing this for a long time and I have to depend on very good vetted specialists that I've worked with for years to to cover my back. And so whether that's SEO or pay-per-click or web development, I'm good at understanding and looking at it and assessing it, but I want them to be right down in the weeds and I need to trust them so that I can do my job effectively. And that takes a long time to find these folks. They're, they're gold when you do find them and to trust them and to, to have it validated by results at the end of the day. So the point I'm making here is it's very tempting to do all things for all people. It's really hard to pick either just strategy or just one specific channel for execution. It's really hard to pick one thing and let alone to pick it for a specific industry or a specific target market. And yet that's exactly what we need to do. Ideally both, ideally both, but not, you know, it depends on your situation. Ideally you're picking a specific target market and you're doing just a one to two to three, a small handful at most, depending on whether you're an agency or, or an independent things that are very, very tightly related. So you can be excellent at it, which reduces the commoditization, reduces the downward price pressure and allows you to sell at higher margins and to do better work. And let's underscore this really clearly to, 
to ultimately get better results because that's the thing that's going to propel your business forward. You don't need a lot of clients if you're able to keep a lot of them. The only way you keep them is if you get results. Otherwise, you'll you'll turn over clients and have, you know, unhappy situations. So I just want to kind of talk about the the experience as being a generalist. I do, this is where it gets a little interesting. I do believe you can be a generalist and a specialist at the same time because I'm practical, because I know that sometimes in order to survive, in order to pay your bills, you're going to need to take on clients that are outside of your core target market because you know what? You probably can help them, especially if you're doing fewer types of things. And that's the reason that, for example, being a strategist or, or a fractional CMO or advisor is good is because once you've gotten good at managing and getting a result using all the ingredients, you don't need to be, you can apply it to many different industries and you don't, you can apply it broadly to many different places because you don't, you don't have to be an expert at all the individual channels. Your expertise lies in analytics. It lies in strategy. It lies in customer research. It lies in psychology, you know, and, and getting ultimately a business result by knowing which levers to pull and how to operate the machinery. And that's sort of why I believe regardless of the type of business you do, you can have a generalist website. Maybe it's under your own name or maybe it's under uh, a brand name so that if someone comes along and you genuinely can help them, well, at least it's general in the sense that you, it's who, who it's for is, is fairly general. For example, Kevin.me, I only say it in a few different places, but I only, it's pretty broad. Anyone can, can kind of, if they're a good fit, I'll take them as a consulting client outside of, outside of my other niche, which is the co-working industry. And that's only if I'm good and I know I can handle it. And But you know what? Every time I do take on clients outside of the, the core industries that I've worked in, and those core industries might be you know online education, B2B in general, maybe some SaaS, real estate. There's a few different industries that I've had a lot of experience in. But every other time, every time I take something on that's beyond what I should be doing, it's I, I instantly regret it because it takes a lot more work and the results are slower. And even though I have a really good method and a good process and a lot of experience, there's still just so many nuances. And I think the more I get into this world, the more I sp- have been a specialist and have seen how easy and effective the work is when, you, when you're specialized in solving a specific type of problem for a specific type of person, the more I see that, the more I realize what it's like to not be a specialist. And it, paints, it makes it painstakingly obvious the difference between someone who eats, sleeps, and breathes solving a specific type of challenge for a specific type of problem versus someone who solves business challenges in general and can solve yours too. So having tasted both sides, I also know that when I'm negotiating, there's less negotiate negotiation because when I'm in my specialist wheelhouse, because it's the credibility is there, the experience is there. Referrals come in warm and trusting and my downward price pressure is significantly less and a whole bunch of other factors. So if you're struggling to get top dollar top pound, top euro for your mar- for your marketing expertise, it might be beneficial to you to just focus on the things where, you know, doing 80-20 analysis and then what are the core services that I offer best? For me, that's strategy. And for me, that's oversight and, and advisory work. And then saying, well, and for you, it might be copywriting and content, content marketing or graphic design or web development and design or just web development or just design. It doesn't matter. And then saying, well, who can I help best with this based on my natural interests and strengths? And that's a whole other thing. And I've talked about this in other episodes, but, you know, a number of ways to choose your niche. And I think that's valuable too. And ideally, if you can do both, then you're in a really powerful situation. And, uh, 
But the opposite is also true is that when you don't have a strong website to show people to that shows you're credible at solving just a, a small suite of problems for a small group of people, the type of clients you attract, if you're able to attract them at all, is going to be not the ideal type of client. They're going to be price sensitive, not value your work. And it gets a little more challenging to really grow and scale your business. You might be able to build one-to-one relationships, which is why having a generalist website with a specialized website on the side is a good strategy for many people because you just, through the course of talking to people, they get to know you and then they, and then they, they, they hire you because they see where your strengths are. They, they found your, your core skills and they don't have to depend on what it says on the website. But it's hard for people to refer you when you do everything because when the person, first of all, they're taking a risk unless they've seen firsthand how good you are at the things you, you, you say you are and know where your strengths and weaknesses are. Otherwise, it's up to the client to figure that stuff out. And in the spirit of being a fiduciary for your client, whether as a someone who executes or someone who advises, you want to be telling people transparently, here are my strengths, here's my weaknesses, here's how I compensate for my weaknesses. And that allows the client to trust you more and ultimately to feel more compelled to hire you. So I just wanted to share that with you. There's a number of other reasons why being a generalist is a challenge, largely because it's hard to know what content to create. It's hard to know how to write copy and messaging and products and services for your target market. There's lots of ways you can pseudo specialize, like specializing or niching a product versus niching your entire business. I've talked about a lot of that and I'll get into more of that again in the future. But I just wanted to talk about this one factor of being a generalist and how it impacts the rest of your of the experience with, with your clients. That's all for now, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be making some changes to Mindshare Pro in the near future and maybe meeting up more regular regularly. We do monthly coffee meetups and they're always a success and I'd love to do that closer to weekly. So if you're thinking about joining Mindshare Pro, tune in, there'll be more on that soon. I've also opened up Mindshare community to freelancers and small or solo agency owners who want to get in and get involved. I think it's going to be more of a healthy environment where we have people from all stages of marketing services in one place. And that will allow community. It will still find ways to, to split it up and to have conversations for advisors and freelancers and that sort of thing. But I think it'll just make the ecosystem a little bit broader in the sense that, you know, because we all depend on one another, the strategists and, and advisors in the group need freelancers, freelancers need the others et cetera, et cetera. It's a great place for hiring and exchanging opportunities. So just keep, in, keep, in, keep that open. Invite some people, you know, people who are either struggling to get their own clients or build their business in, in the right way and then need a little bit of a kick in the pants from me every now and then or some, some guidance from others in the community. That's what it's there for. I have them email me, uh, kevin at kevin.me, and uh, I'll get them right into the group. And that's all for now. So stay tuned for updates on that and stay tuned for uh, updates on the Mindshare Pro uh, service offering. Thanks so much. Bye.